So today's gospel is the famous Magnificat of Our Lady, and it is important to keep in mind the, the context of the Magnificat because it, 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 it colours what, what Our Lady was saying or what it means. So um, we'll take two contexts as the overall kind of overarching biblical context. Uh, so deliberately, the reading, uh, the first reading today uh, is taken from uh, the book of Samuel, the first book of Samuel, where Hannah presents Samuel, her son, uh, in the temple. Now, Hannah had been barren, hadn't, didn't, wasn't able to have children, and had prayed. So, interestingly, the psalm, this, today's psalm isn't actually a psalm at all. Today's psalm is actually taken from the same book as, as the first reading, from the book of Samuel. So, so today's psalm was Hannah's prayer, which is very like the Magnificat. Uh, it, it mirrors the, the Magnificat in, in many ways. So it says... My heart exults in the Lord. I find my strength in my God. My mouth laughs at my enemies as I rejoice in your saving help. The bows of the mighty are broken, but the weak are clothed with strength and so on. So this is Hannah's prayer. This expression of absolute faith in God, even though she was a woman of a certain age, hadn't had children and very much wanted one, prayed, and then she conceived Samuel, who then anointed King David. So... Eleven centuries after that, we have Our, our, our Lady who expresses her magnificat. So that's the, 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 the global context is that this biblical story of, of uh, fruitfulness coming from barrenness, hope coming from hopelessness, uh, light coming from darkness, going the whole way back to the, the original fall, the original sin, uh, Adam and Eve rupturing that perfect union between humanity and God, humanity falling, and then God's plan to, to, to bring humanity back into communion, holy communion with him, uh, which takes all the various stages. We won't go into the whole biblical history now. We haven't really got time. Uh, but the point being, uh, the, the, that's, the, that's the, the overarching story. The, the, the importance of Our Lady then, the importance of Our Lady's yes in giving Jesus a human nature in which he can die on a cross and therefore heal that rupture, heal that wound, heal that division, bridge that gap between fallen humanity and, and where God is and heaven and perfect communion with him. So the, more, the, the, the closer context then to the Magnificat is, are these wonderful compliments from Elizabeth. As soon as Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped within her room, womb with joy. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. She gave a loud cry and said, Of all women, you are the most blessed, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Why should I be honored with a visit from the mother of my Lord? For from the moment your greeting reached my ears, the child in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who believed the promise made her by the Lord would be fulfilled. And in this context, in this conversation, if you will, our Lady responds, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. So, Elizabeth gives Our Lady these wonderful, very elated compliments. They're, they're, they're like, who, why should I be visited? Why should I be honored with a visit from the mother of my Lord? You know, of all women, you are the most blessed, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Like, these are huge, I mean, these are huge compliments. I mean, in, in, in today's language as well, like, uh, someone visits your door and you, you, you say to them, of all women, that there are none as blessed as you. I mean, it's a, it's a, fairly, it's a fairly big compliment. 
who am I that I should be honored by the presence, the, 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 the visit of the mother of my Lord? Um, the mother of my Lord. I mean, the, again, we, we hear, this, we hear this, this reading all the time, and I think it just goes over our head. Why should I be honored with a visit from the mother of my Lord? I mean, this is, this is a, it's a huge statement. Now, Our Lady responds, and this is the, the beautiful thing about Our Lady. Our Lady's greatness is her littleness. Our Lady's greatness is her humility. But we must very quickly add that humility is not low self-esteem. Or humility is not putting yourself down. That can actually mask pride, if I'm honest. Uh, a person who, who consistently puts themselves down, despite all the evidence to the contrary, despite, despite evidence that they are capable, can be a kind of a pride that I'm holding on to this negative view of myself, and that way I won't be disappointed. Because if, if, if I start to see myself as, as kind of okay, if I start to see myself as acceptable, if I start to see myself as not terrible, See all these—they're awful terms, but like just not negative. As soon as I see myself as just maybe sort of all right, there's a chance I might get knocked down. Whereas if I keep myself in the mire, keep myself in the mud, then I can't get knocked down. I'm already there, so I keep pushing myself down, so that I won't be disappointed by life. You know, because there's always this, uh, this this fear that if I if I start to come out of the darkness, start to come out of the mud, now I've got somewhere to fall, and so it can actually be a kind of a fearful pride it's, it's, it's more fear I suppose than pride but that keeps us putting ourselves down that is not humility and that is not virtue that's just low self esteem that's fear so that's not what we're talking about here so Our Lady's humility isn't low self esteem and it's not putting herself down in fact it's just simply a recognition of truth so humility is a recognition of truth. And if that truth is good, then that's, that's, that's what humility will express. If that, humili- if that truth is, is bad, is in the sense that maybe you're not capable of something, then humility recognizes that too. Humility just simply recognizes the truth, both positive and negative. So Our Lady receives these wonderful compliments from Elizabeth in this biblical context <clears throat> of salvation history. And Our Lady responds... Rather than, oh, stop it, stop it, Elizabeth, oh, you're terrible. Oh, there's only for those compliments at all. Now go away or that. Go, stop it, go away, you're terrible. She doesn't know. That's not what she says. Because she is carrying Jesus. She has been visited by an, an angel from heaven, right? The archangel Gabriel who appears to her and reveals all of this. Biblical history has prepared all of this. Uh, preserved from all sin of original sin uh, as, as a singular grace which she will receive from her son's passion, death and resurrection. So she, something, there is something special about her. So she, she responds, again, recognizing truth, just truth. She's not saying she's amazing, but she's just recognizing truth. So she receives a compliment. And what's her reaction? My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. I, I, I love that. Like, I love that also for priests or for anybody involved in any sort of ministry. Or for, to be honest, anybody who receives compliments based on their ability to sing or organize or cook or whatever their gift may be. And thankfully, hopefully, people receive compliments. People will compliment you because, well done, your singing was lovely. Well done, dinner was lovely. Uh, thank you for being such a good organizer. You know, I would hope people receive compliments for their gifts. Good. But the immediate reaction of a virtuous soul is to say, thank God. Yeah, th- you know, so thank God I was able. Rather than saying, oh, I'm, that, that was, not, it was the worst apple 
pie I've ever cooked. Now there's an av- worst k- Christmas cake. Oh, stop! Now you're awful. Instead of saying, "Thank God, sure, thank God, thank God, sure, thank God," I can still do it. <laughs> you know, maybe it's a little more Irish, but thank God. So you receive a compliment and you say, "Well, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior." I have a Savior just like everybody else. You know, so God is my Savior. What I what I can do. I have received from him. So again, you're not saying I've done nothing. You're not saying I have no abilities. You're not saying I'm not blessed. You're not denying God's grace because that's not humility. But you're recognizing the source. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Now, this is where it almost appears at first glance that Our Lady lady might be lacking humility here. But again, you see, when we correctly understand what humility is, so it's a recognition of truth. It's not putting yourself down. We Irish, we're kind of used to thinking I, that humility is just putting yourself down and saying that you're awful. That's, that's not humility at all. So he has looked on the lowliness of his handmaid, looked on her, the humility now, the lowliness of his servant, me. From this day forward, all generations will call me blessed. Now, that doesn't appear humble by Irish reckoning. But again, what is humility? The recognition of truth, the truth of who I am, truth of who God is. From this day forward, all generations will call me blessed. She's dead right. She's completely right. I mean, the fact that she will give birth to Jesus, who is the saviour of all mankind, then Our Lady is absolutely to be considered blessed in, and, and, and key in this whole plan, this whole plan of salvation. So yes, Our Lady should be considered blessed. Unfortunately, maybe it's not quite the case in that all generations should call her blessed, but many are afraid to call her at all. But that's not, again, it's not lacking humility. Even the next line, the Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. Yes, he has done great things for you. He absolutely has. And it's not pride to recognize that. So, like, Someone compliments you because you can sing or organize or whatever it is. And you say, thank God. Thank God for that blessing. Thank God to be able. So you're recognizing the source. You're recognizing where it's come from. You're not putting yourself down. You're recognizing his gift. It's, it's humility. It's truth. But the source of, of, of all goodness is recognized and praised. My soul proclaims the greatness of God. So, when we think today of this liturgical season drawing to a close now, the season of Advent, what a gift it would be to walk with Our Lady. What a gift it would be to have an evermore Marian heart, a heart like hers. A heart that can say, Lord, I have been blessed. You have blessed me. You've blessed me so much, so often, daily, if I could just see it. I've been blessed with family. I've been blessed with friends. I've been blessed with, with fun, just you know, good company and a joyful evening with, 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 with people without any kind of moral compromise. I've been blessed with health. I've been blessed also with responsibility, which comes with, with its own weight, comes with its own uh, difficulty. But Lord, thank you that I can. 
And even though, yes, it's, it, it weighs me down, think of a family situation or a, a business situation or whatever it is, I've been given some responsibility and it's, it can be heavy at times, but through this I want to serve, through this I want to help other people. I've been blessed with faith. I've been blessed, Lord, with intelligence. I've been blessed with a, a body that works. I've been blessed, and because of all of that, my soul proclaims your greatness, and my spirit rejoices in you, Lord, because you are my Savior. All you ask is that I accept the gifts you offer me and use them for your greater glory. That's Our Lady's attitude. That's a humble attitude. That's the, the attitude of the Queen of Heaven and Earth. So we ask the Lord today for uh, an evermore Marian spirit, an evermore Marian heart, a heart like Our Lady's, a heart like Our Mother's, that we can receive the gifts that He offers, use them for His greater glory, and glorify and praise and thank Him for all eternity. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us uh, for these homilies on the internet, wherever you are watching us. Uh, it's a great honour and privilege that you would join us uh, on such a regular basis to share in our life here in Holy Family Mission. We're now eight years on the go, and we've had the privilege of welcoming over 90 young people to take part in our year-long faith formation programme. Uh, and all of that is possible due to your donations, your support, your help and your prayers. So we're greatly, greatly appreciative of all that has been done here, uh, also through your support and your efforts. Uh, this is our fundraising Christmas appeal time of the year as well. So if any of you can or would like to support us, uh, we would be delighted if you could do so. We, maybe I shouldn't be saying all of this, but we uh, uh, charge our young people €4,000 a year to be here. It costs in our around €10,000. We subsidise the price then by running retreats here and by fundraising. That's how, that's how we, we work. So uh, thank you so much for all <coughs> that you can do to further the mission of Holy Family Mission, that we can continue to renew, reinvigorate and revive the faith here in this country and indeed abroad. God bless you.